Hey, what's up, you guys? Mikko Kraszowski here from ThatRemoteLife.com, and welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive Thursday. Uh, these are the episodes in which we pick a topic related to the digital nomad or location-dependent entrepreneurial lifestyle, and we go in deep discussing those topics. And today, I'm really excited to talk about uh, something new uh, for us that has come out recently, and that is the new Barbados 12-month welcome stamp, or basically uh, Barbados released a 12-month year-long visa specifically for remote workers who want to go and work out of Barbados. So we're going to discuss that today, so let's jump right into it. All right, guys, so let's dive into it. Here's the website for the 12-month Barbados welcome stamp. Uh, actually, they reworked this since they launched, uh, you know, this this visa. The, it didn't look so nice. They kind of, I like the fact that they talked about it and kind of released it. And then uh, since they released it, they've started working on and updating the website, making it a little bit easier to use. But let's kind of just dive into this. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the specifics around the visa. Who can apply for it? How much does it cost and all that kind of stuff. And you can actually get that over here, the details on the website. So I read somewhere that this is only available to US, Canadian and European citizens. I actually don't think that's true. I haven't been able to find anything on the website to support that. It looks like they're open to uh, basically anywhere uh, around the country or anywhere around the world. You can actually, if we just pop this open here, uh, it looks like when we go down here, this is the actual form. Uh, it looks like you can select just about any country here. So it's not reserved just for U.S. citizens or European citizens like uh, I saw discussed in some of the other websites. Uh, the cost, it's actually quite affordable. It's $2,000 U.S. Dollars, uh, for an individual, and then you can actually get a family bundle for $3,000 as long as you can prove that those are uh, your dependents, so as long as you have the supporting documents to prove that this is your spouse or your children. Uh, one of the weird things that I saw that they require you to give them is a birth certificate. Um, it's kind of odd just because I'm not sure where my birth certificate is. So if you are a digital nomad, if you're traveling around constantly, this is something that you're going to have to acquire wherever you've left your birth certificate behind. Uh, Hopefully you can get something where, you know, you're able to get a copy or something like that. Uh, One of the other things is that this is specifically for remote workers. So you need to be able to prove that you work remotely online, that you do generate your income online. This isn't just something that anybody can get. You need to be actually able to provide proof that you are generating your income online. Uh, And another one of the weird things that they had on here is if you look on the actual form that's here, if you look right here, you do have an income declaration where you need to say that you certify that you expect to earn an income of 50,000 US per year or more. However, I think that this is a trick. I don't think they're actually going to check this because at the end of it, they say 
and or you have the means to support or and or have the means to support myself, my spouse and dependents accompanying me during my stay in Barbados. So I think they're just kind of saying you should have this amount. But if you don't, but you can still prove in some way that you can support yourself, then I think that they will let you go. I don't I'm interested to see people test this and, and hear about it. Uh, but, but I feel like this isn't like an iron rule. I think it's just something they're putting up there uh, to kind of make sure that they have something out there so that people that are barely hanging on can't go over there and end up becoming more of like a pain in the ass for them. So those are sort of all the requirements. It's actually a pretty easy form. I'm not sure if there is something after this process. I'm sure there's gonna be some sort of an interview or something like that, but the actual form to apply online, it's super easy, super simple. Uh, This shouldn't take more than a couple minutes to fill out uh, and get submitted. So this is the uh, the entirety of what the visa looks like, what you need to do to apply. Now, the visa does allow you to enter and leave Barbados freely within those 12 months. So you are not restricted to just stay in Barbados. Uh, they do have a really nice FAQ section here on the website where you can get a lot of those answers Um, so you are not going to be subject to paying any income tax in Barbados. Uh, and yeah, you must come to Barbados within the 12 months of within 12 months of the date your visa is issued. But once you do arrive in Barbados, you can leave and travel freely, um, into Barbados and out of Barbados for that year that you have, uh, the visa. Yeah, so overall, I'm actually really impressed. I think that the process for application is very simple, uh, at least as far as I can see. Um, so yeah, I mean, it doesn't. If this is something that you're interested in, uh, there's not a lot of barrier to entry. Now, why Barbados? Why would you even consider going to Barbados? Um, you know, what are the benefits to to going to Barbados as a digital nomad? So let's talk a little bit about that. First of all, the very uh, obvious thing is that Barbados is a very uh, tropical island location. So I'm going to jump in here into the map to see if you don't know where Barbados is. Uh, it's over here in the in the Caribbean, uh, towards the bottom off the coast of Venezuela, uh, and it's right around lots of these islands that are very popular vacation areas. You know, you've got Saint Lucia, Saint Vincent and the Grenadines, uh, Dominica, Antigua, and Barbuda. 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 So really beautiful. Like check out these pictures. I mean, obviously just a a really beautiful location uh, to kind of spend 12 months and escape what's going on in the world with COVID. Uh, If you have to be stuck somewhere, you might as well be stuck on a tropical island. So uh, that's not a bad deal. And I think again, like I said, for two grand US, that's not a bad deal. Um, the other nice thing about it is that because of where it's located, uh, you are going to be in a good time zone to work with the U S. So if you're working with clients and stuff like that, uh, there's not really going to be, you're not in Eastern. I believe that you're in whatever this one is called here, uh, where you have Nova Scotia in there as well, which is just one hour ahead of Eastern. So this is a great, um, time zone to work with if if you do work with the U S if you have clients over there, but also if you do have clients in Europe, uh, again, not a huge time difference. So this would be very easy for you if you do work with clients in uh, the US or Europe. Um, the next thing that's really, I think, a really big selling point, especially for right now, is that Barbados is actually doing a very good job of handling the coronavirus outbreak. 
let me pull up some statistics here. So you can see this is from endcoronavirus.org. I really like the way that they're displaying this information. They make it really simple. You can see here that the countries that are beating COVID-19, one of them is Barbados. And there's a lot to do with this. Uh, they are a small country. It's a small island with a small population. So it's easy to control the spread of the virus. Uh, I'm curious to see as more people start coming to Barbados from this visa, what sort of requirements they're going to have to make sure that you're not bringing it into the island. That's not really something that I was able to find in my research. I'm sure they're going to have something about it. But there's been 110, whoops, jumped to Belize here. There have been 110 total cases of coronavirus in Barbados. And as of today, there are no new cases. So really it's almost, you know, like they've, they've cleared it off. There's been no new cases, only 110 cases total. I think they're not showing it here, but I think on another place that I looked, they've had something like seven deaths. So coronavirus has been mostly handled. And I think that you'd be able to live a relatively normal life, uh, while the rest of the world is still sort of dealing with the coronavirus. So that's another big, uh, benefit of moving to Barbados and getting that 12 month visa. Uh, the next thing that I was actually concerned about here was a little, a little bit concerned about was actually the rental prices in Barbados because it is a very popular tourist destination. I thought that the prices would be pretty high. However, they're really not. I'm really pleasantly surprised here, uh, to jump over here into, I pulled up, I found a few, uh, places to rent. And obviously the thing that I do have to say here is that these are long-term rentals. These are not short-term vacation rentals. The prices do spike quite a bit. If you look on something like Airbnb, but if you are going through the local market and renting locally, the prices are really, uh, quite good actually. So here is a really nice two bedroom, one bath apartment that I was able to find, uh, on this local Barbados property search website, beautiful kitchen, uh, you know, everything's updated, lovely bathroom, really, really nice. And also like, look at this. I think you're quite close to the water right there. Um, and all of this for 3000 BDS per month. Now BDS is the Bahamian dollar, or I'm sorry, not the Bahamian, the Bahan dollar, which if I pull it up over here, at 3000 Bahan dollars, it's right around just under $1,500 USD per month, which for this, um, for this, you know, you have a pool, this sort of apartment, it's really not a bad price. Uh, and you are looking at, you know, over a thousand square feet. So really, really great. Uh, here's another one that I found. This one is a little bit less updated. Uh, I think it's more in the, I think the other one is more like in like a uh, almost like a suburban location. This is a bit more in the city, I believe, uh, a little less updated 500 USD cheaper, but look at this, that's the water and that's the beach that you're on. So, you know, for a year, you know, escape COVID come here, hang out on this beach, work from home. Uh, you know, can't complain too much about that. That's, that's not a bad deal. 2,500, Bahan dollars is around, let's see here, 1238 USD at the moment. So not a bad deal right there. And I know that I just mentioned, uh, you know, working from home. So you might be wondering what is the Wi-Fi situation like in uh, Barbados? And actually, even if, if we look at the FAQs here on the uh, welcome stamp website, uh, it does say here that 
where did I say? How reliable is the internet in Barbados? They do say that boasts the fastest fiber internet and mobile services in the Caribbean. So if you're going to work from any Caribbean country, it looks like Barbados is the one to do it from. And I did double check. I wanted to make sure this uh, information was accurate. So I pulled up speedtest.net here. This is my favorite website to test uh, websites or internet speeds. And it does look like Barbados has the fixed broadband is 79 down and 56 up. So I was I was very pleasantly surprised by that. I'm glad that it's that fast. They don't have any information on mobile. So that's a bit of a problem. That's something that a little, uh, I just, I wasn't able to find a lot of information. Uh, I can tell you that the prepaid mobile plans for 30 days, this is prepaid um, data only plans, coming at $70 for 12 gigabytes. Now, $70 sounds steep, but this is a local, um, you know, Barbadian, a local website for Barbados. So I think that this is in Bahan dollars. So that would actually be only $35 USD, which is not a bad price for 12 gigabytes of internet uh, for the month. So those are sort of the prices that you're going to be looking at. If you are interested to find out a little bit more about the cost of living in Barbados, I do suggest that you check out Numbeo. Uh, they, I look at their stuff all the time when I'm trying to figure this kind of stuff out. But you can see that the price, uh, the cost of living in Barbados is 10% higher than in the U.S. Uh, so, and I think this is like an average. So, you know, if you're if you normally live in New York City, this is going to be lower. But here are some of the prices that you can expect for restaurants. You know, meal for two people, mid-range restaurant, three courses, 150 uh, Bahan dollars, which comes out to. Let's see here, 74 USD. So pricey, you know, you're not going to be getting Eastern European prices or something like uh, in Thailand. But if you have the money and you want to get away from COVID and the rest of the world and just work out of a tropical location, that's not a bad, you know, it's it, it would be like living in the US, like somewhere here in in Cincinnati where I'm at at the moment. So let's talk a little bit about safety. I, I wanted to look at, you know, just how safe is Barbados? Is it a place that's, you know, more dangerous? What is it like? And it's actually quite safe. So I checked out this web, uh, this blog post from World Nomads. Uh, we talked about crime in Barbados. It is generally safe. It's a quite safe country. Uh, there are obviously the random places that you should avoid. They mentioned a couple of uh, places here, the U.S. Department of State advises its citizens to avoid the following areas, Crab Hill at all times, and then to avoid Nelson and Wellington streets in Bridgetown at night. So again, like every other part of the world or every other city in the world, there's probably places where you shouldn't go if you want to be safe. So it looks like, generally speaking, it is, um, you know, a safe area. One of the things, though, it being a Caribbean nation is that there is a lot of drugs, meaning that, you know, it is a stopover in the drug trade from Europe to the U.S. or vice versa. So a lot of the people that I read here on TripAdvisor, um, you know, was that people who, uh, you know, are talking about safety things in Barbados do tend to be talking about, uh, you know, people who are coming up and asking if they want to buy drugs and stuff like that. And a lot of the crime is petty, uh, you know, thievery. So that's sort of like what you can expect. This to me sounds pretty normal. You know, it's not like, uh, you know, any different than living in any large city in the U.S. or Europe. Um, so that's very nice. 
let's see here. What else did I want to talk about on this? Yeah, so uh, finally, I'm a big fan of uh, co-working spaces. So I was able to find one co-working space called 10, which seems to be, let me pull it up here. It actually seems to be more of a, it seems to be more of like an entrepreneurial network here. I'm pulling up coworker. Um, it's called 10 Habitat. Uh, if you guys don't know coworker, I highly suggest you check it out. It's a great website to get information on coworking spaces all over the world. Um, but here is the 10 Habitat um, sort of profile. And I did some more research actually on what this is. And it does look like it does look like it's more of a community for entrepreneurs. They do a whole bunch of stuff around entrepreneurship and trying to build uh, a, you know, a movement in Barbados. And one of the things that they do is actually a co-working space. Uh, so you can check that out here. And the prices that I found for a daily pass. So here they do not have any prices. They say uh, it's uh, 25 uh, Bahan dollars for one day. And I was able to, I checked out their website to see if there was, uh, you know, like a monthly package and it does look like it's 150 USD per month for, uh, you know, an unlimited, uh, pass to this 10 habitat coworking space. So that's kind of everything in terms of the, you know, the Barbados, um, you know what I think about it. I actually, to be honest, when this first came out, I thought it was kind of silly. I wasn't really interested in it, but the more I read about it, this is a great option. Like I said, you know, if you are somebody who is used to traveling, who came back home, whether that's, you know, the US or another place, and you're kind of over it, um, you wanna go to some place that's warm, that doesn't have a lot of COVID presence, where you can more or less live, you know, a normal lifestyle day to day, uh, good Wi-Fi, you know, not super expensive. I think that this isn't a bad deal. I think, honestly, I could see this becoming really popular. The big thing for me is, the most attractive thing about this is that you can live a relatively normal lifestyle during this whole COVID uh, pandemic while working remotely and, uh, you know, from a very nice tropical location. The big thing here is how are they going to control the spread of COVID? Because what I don't want to happen is to go to Barbados and then a whole bunch of other people come to Barbados. Uh, they're not tracking if these people have COVID and then COVID spreads throughout the population. Then you end up being stuck in a Caribbean island being sick um, that's not really something that I'd like to deal with. I'm not actually super sure what the healthcare is like in Barbados. So I think that's something to consider, but if they do come out with sort of a plan on, Hey, here's how we're going to handle it. Here's how we're going to quarantine people. I think that this is a great option. So if you're interested, head on over to Barbados, welcome stamp.bb. Uh, that is the website where you can find the application and any other information that you want on Barbados. But I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, drop a comment down below and let me know what you think about the Barbados welcome stamp. Uh, give this a thumbs up. Uh, and yeah, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Mitkoka, M-I-T-K-O-K-A. I'm really curious to hear what you guys think. And uh, yeah, that's it for me for today. Uh, I will be back with another episode on Monday. I hope you guys are doing well and staying safe and have a good one.